It's Wednesday, December 9th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Today, how are cruises still a thing? Betty White is how old? Mount Everest is outshone by... Well, Mount Everest... Top UK songwriters are driving Ubers, plus the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. But first, enjoy some pre-show tunes by Claire Bestland with Revolution and Mike Plume with Walkin' By. Feet. 
start again hello hello <laughs> hi this is ron Vodry. this is alex nussbaum this is jason fraser this is matt o'brien hey this is ray zwicker all right world my name is cal post guys this is christina walkenshaw this is eddie delicepi this is adrian spencer uh, my name is timo and you're listening to the julian dion Cam- you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> who am i talking to what am i doing yeah, julian dion comedy hour you're listening to the ah, 
fucks and <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. It changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Then aren't we all? Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Garden Wells. <laughs> Project. I was like half asleep on the couch, and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster. Hashtag Hipster Business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Show with Jen Grant. That's right. Good morning, Gen Z. Oh, welcome everybody to the show. We are live on a Wednesday morning. It's hump day, Wednesday, December 9th. Broadcasting to you from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. All right. Thank you very much. Yes, we are live on YouTube. On the Julian Dion Show channel, on Facebook, on Twitch, Periscope, and Daily Motion, of course, and then available on demand. As okay. soon as we go offline, we're available on demand wherever you get your podcasts: Apple, Google, Spotify, Apple, um, uh, Amazon Music, and all that. Shiznit. Love it. Loves it. This is day three of standing. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> I like it. I'm tired today, though. I could sit. I'll be honest. Got these dark circles around my eyes. Pre-show tunes. You look great. Thank you so much. Pre-show tunes today uh, by Claire Bestland, and uh, that was Revolution by Claire Bestland. A in-studio performance from back in 2017. Sigida. Tried to wedge it in. In 2017, interviewed uh, Claire. Check uh, that out. Go back and listen to that episode. It's available. It's up there. 
Wherever you get this, that episode is up there. And also, of course, Mike Plume Month continues with another pre-show spin by Mike Plume that was walking by from the Fools by the Radio album. Fools for the Radio. Sorry, Mike. And uh, that's that's it. That's the show. Incident- Thank you very much for watching. This episode. Incidentally, um, Claire Besslin, who Jules was just talking about, knows Mike. Knows Mike, but I was gonna say that I uh, wrote songs with her. Oh yeah, right. Yes, yes, of uh, course. She wrote the music. She's really talented. I wrote the words. We wrote jerk some funny it. songs. Jenny G, jerk it, correct. And a it's, love song. Yeah, um, jerk it is a uh, parody of "Work It" by Missy Elliott. Missy Misdemeanor. Anyway, um, yes, go check that out on YouTube. Search Jenny G. On the upswing. No upswing. Is uh, what time is it? Is it time to wrap it up? I'm so tired today. I had a really poor, piss poor sleep. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Sucks. I'll have I'll have a nap after. But uh, thanks for watching wherever you're watching, whether that's uh, in your bed, you're starting your day, or mm, let me see what uh, Jen and Jules are saying this morning, or if you're driving somewhere. Keep your hands at 10 and 2. And if you're in a cruise, you deserve it. Uh, what are you doing on a cruise? Do you, Jen, do you know cruise? How are cruises still a thing? I know. Especially, okay, I get it maybe in a post-pandemic world, but now? Because they, they, they were just shut down for a few months. I mean, they've been um, operational for Weird. the last couple. I know, it's so bizarre for me to... I mean, I the understand concept. people wanting to escape life. I yeah, get that. Yeah, but on a cruise, it's a floating Petri dish. And um, even, I mean, they do the testing. They do these um, up to three days before, up to a maximum of three days before you have to get tested and all this to get on the cruise. But even despite all that, uh, just don't go on cruises. A Royal Caribbean cruise uh, carrying 1,700 passengers out of Singapore, dubbed the cruise to nowhere. It's just a four-day cruise. It was just kind of... Uh, I don't know why it's dubbed the cruise nowhere. Maybe they weren't going it's very weird far. That the test was negative and then it was positive. That's weird. Yeah. So uh, uh, an 83-year-old man tested positive for a um, for for COVID-19 on the cruise. So everybody now is um, quarantined in their room for the last 14 hours, and they were forced to dock, and they have to retest everybody on the thing. Why are you going on cruises? A and B. Who, does this guy not have family? Who in their f- like? Uh, Maybe not. I mean, ha- like, who in their right mind would let any eighty-three-year-old relative uh, get on a cruise during a pandemic that kills eighty-three-year-old relatives? Have you ever tried to tell an eighty-three-year-old man not to do something? Yeah, I used to work in a nursing home. <laughs> I did it all the time. <laughs> and? Um, yeah, they don't. They don't. Uh, yeah, but I mean, a cr- anyway. he's like, he's like, uh, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that they they've done. <laughs> you and I when, both can't think on our feet. When this I morning. used to work in a bank, and I was in my early 20s, older people would wait in line to get their passbook updated, and they would always give me shit for things because they're like, I've been banking here since before you were born. So try to tell someone not try to tell an 83 year old not to go on a cruise. He'd be like, fuck you. I've been working my whole entire life. I was in the military. 
I did all of this, and you're a pipsqueak millennial. So back off, motherfucker. Hot take this morning. Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm right, though. Uh, Not really. You can't tell... You can't tell, tell an 83-year-old right not to go on a cruise? When I'm 83, if anybody tries to tell me what to do, I'm going to be like, mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Really? All right. I, like I you, might you, take you would, things under let, advisement. You'd let your mom but... go on an... Uh, if your mom was 83, you'd let her go on a cruise just because she's lived a life? Let her? I don't think I could control what she does. Hmm. I mean, I, I would hope that as an 83-year-old, if it was in my best interest not to go... That I would take it under serious advisement, but I'm not going to let people tell me what to do when I'm 83. You're way too mad about this. This is weird. Hello? Yeah, it's true though. You said, but the way you said that, I just, I'm just. No, I just mean like, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Hard stance. Um, yeah. Anyway, cruises are uh, there. That's that's that. I guess. Like, imagine your mom when she's 83, trying to tell her not to go somewhere <laughs> can yeah. you imagine she'd like, never listen yeah i could picture if if her her life was at anyway all right um yeah maybe not so just don't go on cruises yeah like i don't think it's a good idea it, and that's what your point is and i agree with you yeah there that's all you needed to say what's going on with that piece of paper uh i'm just it's my notes i got uh, <laughs> notes. crinkle crinkle uh what else Oh my god! What's wrong? I'm just tired, Aww. <laughs> and it's like pulling teeth right now. I could have really, really slept in. Uh, you think we get up early? I mean, the alarm goes off at four forty-five, which is inhumanely early. It's um, I love it, but it's weird that I love it, but I do. It, I I do too, but at the same time, we have no life now. At six o'clock, we can't do it. Anything. I know it's so true. I mean, what's what's like? Yes, it's great the mornings, but I mean, we're, like we're all—it's almost bedtime already. Why don't we've, we? We've been up for what two and a half? Hour. Why don't we make sure to have a nap in the afternoon? This is so boring. It really show. is boring. But it's anyway, your fault because you keep thing, talking about how tired you are. Yeah, but I'm no, but I'm trying to get to something here. A Dolly Parton wakes up at three a.m. Ah, oh. three a.m. We got nothing, or or uh, we have not, or. Uh, She's got nothing on us. Is that what you mean? Or is it we have nothing on her? No, she's got yeah? nothing on us. Dolly's got nothing on? No, we've got nothing on her. Wouldn't it be? I don't know. I I could have gotten up at three in the morning this morning. I'm not even kidding. I was up. I got. I pretty much got up and I'm just here to say, Dolly, if you're watching, first of all, give us a share. Second of all, how, how <laughs> are you? Uh, I would love it if Dolly, oh my God, our life would change if Dolly would just give us a share. How do you do it? I mean, it's um, yeah. So she she, Dolly claims to get only about three to five hours of sleep a night. I think a lot of it is just type of person, but like, there's some people don't need as much sleep. Also, I remember reading this book, and I think it's true. Just decide, like, that you're gonna be okay. And also, she probably has a nap. Yeah. Naps are really important. She does. She does have naps. She said she will uh, often rest, but she does her best work. And she kind of has a, a morning like you, Jenny. She wakes up at three and then she uh, will pray. She's spiritual. So she'll like pray and uh, 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 be grateful for what she does. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about Dolly Parton's morning routine. 
And then she'll uh, read scriptures and stuff and meditate. And so she does all of her best business work, spiritual work, and writing from the hours of uh, 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. Then around 7, she makes breakfast for her husband, like a good wife. Mm-hmm. I, I make you breakfast. I know. And um, she said... Uh, Not that I'm trying to be a good wife. She likes... She likes uh, sausage patties and biscuits and milk gravy, but you can't have that every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, with a figure like Dolly's, she's not having biscuits and gravy every day, I'll tell you right now. Waking up at three, what a way to have a life. Hello? <laughs> oh my God. You are really on, like, on fire this morning. Well, I'm trying to make up for Sleepy Magoo there on camera. Um, yeah, so she, uh, that's it. Uh, I like Dolly Parton. She's been, she's kind of like, um, she's younger than Betty White, but, but it's almost like she's Dol- a lot younger than Betty. No, White. no, I know, but she's kind of getting like she's always been very she's popular least- and famous. But I feel like she's having a little, like Betty White. I watched a documentary about her, and she had all of a sudden she had this resurgence, kind of like remember when that happened to John Travolta? Like people just kind of famous people kind of go a little like quiet for a while and then they yeah. come back. It's not like Dolly Parton wasn't ever obviously very iconic and famous, but I feel like I'm hearing more and more about her. And the documentary about Betty White was interesting because she really didn't, it's like she's done the most now at this age. Like she's the, the most. Mo- I don't the- know if she's done the most. She's sold a hundred million albums before. Dolly Parton? Yes. Oh, no, I'm saying Betty White. Oh, Betty White. Yeah. like I don't know if she's done the most now. Yeah. Look at... Can know. you name what she used to do before um, the last can, can five, you name, ten years? What has she been doing for the last five years? Uh, all of a sudden, she was like... People were doing petitions to get her to host SNL. She started doing like commercials. Your mic she is start- really low. Are you... Uh- no, I'm right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, that's true, I guess. Pretty white age. Yeah, how old is she? Well, no, this can't be right. How old is she? 98? Are you sure? Uh, well, uh, yes, I'm using the internet. Yeah, she's 98 years old? Come on. Oh my God, what the fuck? I thought 90. That's insane. Betty White is ninety eight. Yeah, she's well. She has declined a lot the last few years. I don't know if you saw her, her last um, appearance on an award show. Well, of course, I can't believe the. the she's ninety eight. She appeared on a uh, on an award show a couple of years ago. Do you remember that? Yeah, and somebody kinda, helped her she, walk and, out. Well, she didn't make any sense. Also, what she was saying, really. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of um, shit. Holy shit! Yeah, she's. Okay, that's uh, incredible. Dolly would be offensive if you're like. <laughs> no, I Dolly said she's younger. Right. I yeah, said yeah, she's I younger. I just mean that, like, By Dolly's, years Dolly's a senior, shit. though. Like, it, Dolly's much, much younger, but she's still a senior. 75. Like she, yeah. She's old for um, showbiz, like, compared to a lot of people in showbiz. We can, yeah. can we acknowledge that and not be offensive? She's 74. Yeah, so she's 25. Uh, oh, my God. I can't believe Betty White's 98. Honestly, gun to my head, I would have said 90. It's incredible. And, uh, but, hold on. How great was uh, Golden Girls? 
Yeah, awesome. Oh my god. So good. Betty White award show. Anyway. Ugh. 98. That's incredible. Yeah, it was a, a few years ago, I think. She, she um a couple years, 2 3 years, she was on an award show and it was like, oh. I don't think you should Okay, look. Never mind letting your um, 83-year-old, your octogenarian in your life go on a cruise if your family member's 96, maybe not cart them out on stage. Yeah. Because then, cause then they, cause they're aging as they should, like normally. Right. She's 98, or at the time she was, I don't know, maybe 95, uh, 4. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but people are like, oh my God, she's, oh my God. She's, yeah, she's almost 100. Yeah. That is fuck freaking my freak. I can't believe Betty White is 98. Me neither. I, I, I thought, thought for sure in like, like 90. Nine, yeah. Yeah. She's almost 100. That's and she incredible. was just on a sitcom. When did that sitcom finish? Yeah. Betty White sitcom. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Betty White sitcom. Hot in Cleveland. Right. When was her last appearance? Oh, already 10 years ago, but still. 88. Yeah, she, it she doesn't went, feel like it was 10 years ago. Well, it started in 2010, I think, mm. and went for six seasons. So, wow. Retire. Jeez. <laughs> why? Why? I mean, that seems Look like crazy. Look at uh, someone. I think there's certain people that don't want, don't, uh, that just are love working, like yeah. genuinely love working. They wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Like Joan Rivers, right until her death. Yeah, she what a what a she was incredible. Uh, yeah. And not only was she working until her death, but writing new stuff always with like current. Yeah. And with it. I remember You know someone's not with it when they use with it. <laughs> or oh, hip, yeah, they're, hip. they're with it. Or hip. <laughs> yeah. She's so hip. Like I do I I stopped saying that in one of my jokes because I feel like you used the, to say hip in your act? Oh, yeah. And the <laughs> irony part? is... Where? Uh, my mom's so hip. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And, like, the irony uh, is you saying co- hip is so not hip, which is hilarious. You should have said uh, gnarly with a hard G. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember hearing the story about Joan Rivers I want to share. A uh, sure. friend, friend of mine was working at uh, Just for Laughs, and... Uh, behind the scenes, is it low? Well, yeah, just like it's oh, the weird. levels are. So, um, yeah, no, my weird. my friend was working at Just for Laughs and said that Joan Rivers was booked to do it, and this was like maybe a year or two before she passed. And she, they had asked because Just for Laughs uh, records shows for CBC. Yeah. And CBC has pretty strict standards in terms of content. You can't swear, you can't, you know. And so they had asked her not to uh not to It's also to do, TV in general. It's like, TV in general, but, yeah. But the CBC is worse. Right. Right. Like Netflix, obviously you can do things. Well, like Netflix there's no so you can say Yeah, that's anything. not TV, that's not no. cable. But anyway, can I just can I just <laughs> yeah. can I finish? So she, they had asked her to have those restrictions on her act, and she was like, "No." <laughs> she was like, "No, I'm not going to." And they were like, "Please." And then she's <laughs> like, "No," because I remember thinking, "How cool is that to be in that position in your career? Like, I don't give two shits about CBC or 
TV in general. Yeah. I just uh, am Joan Rivers, motherfucker. And I don't want to... The censor. I don't want to bow <laughs> to anyone. I want to be who I am. And mm-hmm. and she just did what she wanted and didn't apologize for it. And the only thing I did feel bad for, though, was being on that gala. Like, I knew someone who was on that gala because what they do, just for laughs, and everyone probably knows this, is they hire a, like, they book a famous, really famous person, Mm -hmm. and then they host it, and the rest of the comedians are various comics from all over the world that are less famous, typically. And, uh, yeah, so somebody I knew was on that gala. That's really hard to follow because if every other comic has to follow that standard, mm-hmm. it's hard to like if Joan apparently Joan Rivers went out and like talked about like you know her vagina and like dick jokes and all this kind of stuff, really putting it out there like quite dirty and saying whatever the hell she wanted to. And then to follow not only Joan Rivers, and she killed, so not only following Joan Rivers, but following that kind of material, every comic knows it's like Im- almost virtually impossible to start a show dirty and then try to be clean after, no matter who you are. Yeah. So. True, true that. Yeah. So imagine that. Woof. Woofy woof. Yeah. That would be a tough gig. I do, I do like that story, though. Or it would be an easy gig. Well... I don't know. I think they would be tougher gigs. Than like what? Our, our, than that. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think the gig we're doing today would be tougher than being I'd, on a Jones, uh, Joan Rivers gala. I disagree, but... Okay. I wouldn't mind being... Maybe if I didn't have to directly follow... I guess you'd have to... You'd have to be a seasoned comic. You'd have to be an experienced comic. The thing is, you, you get your set approved of, and when you're doing TV, it's really hard to deviate from that. Like, if I was on a regular show, I'd be like, well, uh, following Joan Rivers is a piece of cake, you know, and you'd joke around. I guess you could still do you that. You could still do it. They could cut that. I mean, they'll cut it out. Yeah, that's true. You kind of... You'd have you, to. You have you. The thing when you do TVs, you have time, like it's not live direct. You can, you could address it and then they'll just cut it out and you start your set and they'll, yeah. they'll make you look good. Absolutely. Um, yeah. True, true. Shoot at, at it, Jenny. But yeah, we're doing a, 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 oh, a that's so annoying. show today. Ugh. Uh, I'm, ner- I'm nervous today because it's, it's, it's got to be uber, uber clean. And I'm, uh, I woke up today thinking of my set list and, and I'm like, I don't have one funny thing to say. You know, when you just don't feel funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I feel today. You're going to be fine. Well, you know, when you just don't feel funny. Yeah. You think to yourself, like, what am I even going to say? Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of my jokes. I'm like, ew. That's not good. <laughs> ew. I'm like, that's not funny. Oh, that's because, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it'll be fine. Oh yeah, it's I'm be just great. Uh, grateful to be working. That's for sure. During and, a um, pandemic, I know that a lot of people can't say the same. For example, hit songwriters are driving Ubers in the UK. Some of the some of the biggest uh, hit makers. Oh, the dog is dreaming. Yeah, little god. He woke me up last night dreaming. Yeah, he did. Well, that's how I woke up. It was like three something. Yeah. I've been up. <laughs> me and Dolly. I think that's what woke me up. <laughs> me and Dolly. I wonder what uh, what what time zone she's in if mm. we were up. 
Where does Dolly live? <laughs> if you're up at the same time. Yeah, I would love to try to FaceTime her or Zoom her at 3 a.m. Like, oh, my God. Hey, Dolly, I just I'm, I agree with you. I just want to thank God uh, for all of our blessings, and uh, I just want to have this little tea oh with you. Oh, my God. Here's something else. A, uh, yeah, so... <sighs> two seconds. The... Um, you were saying something, though. Yeah, what? I was saying we're working. We're lucky because... Uh, um, shit. 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 What? I just lost my page. Okay, well, what were you saying, though? Uh, we're lucky to be working because right now hit songwriters are driving Ubers. Um, the songwriters behind some of the UK's biggest hit singles are driving Ubers to make ends meet. Fiona, wow. Fiona Bevan, who's written songs for... This is just the state of the music industry in general. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't... Yes, the pandemic has uh, leveled it as is, as it's decimated many other industries, but streaming services are are not doing a service to musicians. And it's kind of like a catch-22 where, where you have to be on there. It's like... You know, if people search you on Spotify or Apple Music and you're not on, it's just like, oh, whatever. They won't necessarily... Because as an artist, you want to believe that if someone searches you on Spotify or, or Apple Music or whatever and you're not on there, they'll just go further, seek out your albums and buy them. I mean, that doesn't happen. So people, if they like your music and they search you on Spotify and you're not there, they, they're just... The, the search stops there. So musicians are kind of forced to, to take part in this... Uh, but how did this legislation or law ever even happen? They had to have asked artists for permission to play the music at one point. I don't think so. Like, there's no artist that would agree to that. And then and why? How can they just do there's that? There's no way they asked all the artists that are spot. Is that all right if we pay you zero point zero zero zero? Yeah, but how, how can on. they do 0. it? Then? Yeah, zero point zero zero three two pennies I know. per stream. I know, but why? I know you know, but I just wanted to get the the number out so we could. But I don't know how they they got to that. And and the CEO Spotify is a fucking billionaire and so shitty. And um, that's the thing with this uh, Spotify Wrapped. Ever is like it's a big marketing campaign. Like ooh, they they repackage like your top, um, you know. It's a great, it's a great campaign. Like people freak out. We talked about it last week, D- yeah. December every year. It's uh, Spotify Wrapped, and I was seeing this. Like people are so over, like into this. They're like someone was like, I, I'm blown away by the Spotify Wrapped, and this year they just went above and beyond. I'm like, why are people so quote blown away by? All it does is a summary of your listening. <laughs> habits through the year and it lists out your top 10 songs your top 10 artists how many hours you've listened and it packages it in a bright colorful kind of slideshow that blows you away like we need what the fuck i i don't know i've seen anyway people were have uh, been losing their minds over this spotify rap and you know being in uh, comedians we obviously have albums and stuff on spotify and i'm seeing a lot of people share their streams and oh my god i was i sh- you know but it's like <clears throat> you made a forty three dollars, and you're you're pumping that out. I know all over your social media, like, hey, look at. I know, and it's really the only person benefiting from this is Spotify, and your ego gets a little boost because you're like, oh, my album was streamed one hundred thirteen thousand times. Yeah, but you made literally twenty seven dollars and forty nine cents. I mean, what's what are we doing here? Anyway, so yeah, it's Fiona shitty. Bevan, who's written, uh, listen to this, she's written songs for One Direction, uh, Steps and Lewis, 
Capaldi. What's what? About? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Well, I, no, I misread that. <laughs> She's written songs for One Direction. That's it. <laughs> I don't know what steps and Louis Capaldi said. Many writers were struggling because <laughs> they, they are the way streaming services pay royalties. Bevan revealed that she earned just a hundred pounds for co-writing a track on Kylie Minogue's number one album, Disco. Hundred pounds, so about two hundred bucks. Shitty. The most successful songwriters in the world can't pay their rent, she added. Right now, hit songwriters are driving Ubers, and it's quite shameful. Okay, well, something has to be done. Bevan was given evidence to. Well, I mean, wh- I mean, what? what? Something. Something. Bevan was given evidence to a. Di- I agree with you to a digital, but it, I feel like it's too far. I don't know. To a digital culture, uh, media, and sports select committee inquiry into the economic economics of streaming geez I can't read uh, which now accounts for more than three quarters of the music industry's income in the UK MPs heard uh, from musicians including uh, Chicks Nile Rogers and saxophonists Soweto Kinch as well as music managers Maria Forte and anyway the point is musicians are forced to be to um, drive Ubers. Quote, we don't even know what a stream is worth, said the musician. Actually, it's 0.00032 pennies per stream, adding that there's no way you can find out. Well, yeah, you can. It's 0.00032 pennies because of non-disclosure agreements between record labels and the streaming service. Oh, maybe they have different... I actually stopped paying for my subscription to Apple Music because of that. So what do you do when you want to listen to music? I just, I have satellite radio. I buy albums, actually. Yeah. And then I I listen to my own music because I figure, you know, like I really, I want to support, I want to just buy an album. Like if I buy one album a month, Mm -hmm. it's the same price as paying for the subscription. And if I really want to hear a song that, and I don't want to have to pay for it, I can buy the single. Or I can go on YouTube and watch a video. Yeah, that's um, true. And so I'm just like, forget it. I don't want to support this anymore. I was thinking like now every time it's about to start a new year, I'm inspired to do something really like there's something cool about going for 2021. I'm going to do this or I'm should, not going to do that. We should call that something like uh, a, a resolve, a resolution, resolution. That'd be uh, a good word for it. No, but like... Th- the whole year, like thinking about, okay, in 2021, I didn't buy one thing that was made of plastic. Right. And Oh, it, that's a good idea. You had a good idea one year where you do one month. Yeah, I do one thing one month. What was that called? One thing. One thing. <laughs> I should <laughs> do that. Why do you laugh? That's a good idea. No, I know. And, and I should do it in 2021. I, I laugh. I, one thing. <laughs> but I want to do one thing. I'd like to, I want to do for... January. Okay, I'll put it out there right now. January, I'm not going to buy one thing made of plastic. Okay, and I like that idea because it's like... It's, it's hard. Daunting That's really to do challenging. one month or one year, and you're setting kind of yourself up for failure when you set goals that are too big. Like how, but one month is How many doable, people are man. actually... Yes, stick to their resolutions, but a month, like you said... Yeah. Is doable. What are your resolutions going to be this year? I know it's early to talk about that, but... Hmm. Let me think about it. Let me think about it. I well for for January, I'm gonna do no plastic. 
Boom. No, I said it right no now. No using of plastics or no... No uh, purchasing of purchasing plastics. Purchasing of plastics. And actually, that sounds easy, but it's not. Like, uh, think about when you go to the grocery store, how many things are in plastic? Everything. Like... And, right and down to the little plastic you, sticker on your apples. Now, I'm not not bringing you... I'm not bringing anyone down, okay? But the... The effect of the pandemic and this COVID-19 on the plastic situation, like it was, you know, it was slowly starting to make some kind of improvements uh, ha- using less plastic in society. And now it's insane. Because, because of, co- oh, because of yeah. uh, um, all the disposable things yeah. that are being used. And like- think, think twice about going to, you know, Starbucks and Tim Hortons and getting your coffee because they can't use reusable cups. And, um, like, I'm not saying never do it, but don't do it every day. Like, I know people that the only way they drink coffee is if they go to Tim Hortons or Starbucks. That's okay. What? Well, I don't want to shit on people's routines. I do. If they're going multiple times a day and throwing away their cup? Yeah. Well, Make a coffee at home. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, I mean, people They'd are going to have their things. I, I mean, understand, but just be aware of, like, those cups don't get recycled. Anyway, I, I'm not preaching. I'm just saying that, that we have a lot of fucking plastic in the world. You're, you're feisty this morning. A lot I of am. F-bombs, a lot of mama, yeah. mama, a lot of censored. Ha. <laughs> 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 uh, fired don't up. Don't go to fucking Tim Hart. <laughs> 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 Just say a hard one. No. Fuck. Ooh. How did that feel? Someone's woken up all of a sudden. No, it doesn't. I just, because it's not your, because it. Um, you know what song is going on in my head the whole time I'm talking? Uh. Working nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That sounds so good in the ear holes. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry, Jenny. <laughs> the, um. Yeah, I don't know what my resolutions are going to be. I'm already off everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to check my clocks. Why don't if you? Rita started a cleanse again. This is day 11, 12th, mm. 12th day. Okay. On the 12th day of cleansing, I was so boring. On the 12th day of cleansing, I woke up same time as Dolly <laughs> and was hoping we could maybe Zoom. <laughs> Dolly probably cleanses. I bet she's pretty healthy. I bet. I bet the worst thing she ingests are uh, is what? that milk gravy. Milk gravy sounds disgusting. It's probably like uh, that it's white that, gravy. It is. Eh? That's good though. That when you say sausage gravy or white gravy, fine. Yuck. But milk gravy. Yeah, it sounds gross. It is good when you go down south and you have like biscuits and gravy. When do you go down south and have biscuits and gravy? Don't pretend like we've never been. We've never been to North Carolina. Had never been down south. Had yeah, but when? Yeah, but when have we had biscuits? Can, yeah, but can oh, I not, you did. Can that's I not right. recall my experience and go? Oh, that's so I good. Forgot. You go to, down south. I forgot that you had Jeez. that. Okay, 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 okay. Trying Chill. to call me out. Okay. When did you go down south and have this? You were there every time. Are you, are you, <laughs> g- who's, I, it's like, I, it's like the feistiness was contagious and you caught it. <laughs> but, yeah, did you, when did you go down south and have milk gravy, Malaga? Oh my God. No? No? <laughs> no? Uh, Snap I, attack. Right now, if you could see, this is my posture when I'm tired. I'm standing like this the whole time doing the show. 
I need my straps right now. I need my uh, my reverse bra. Deep, deep, deep. Felt sun. good. Felt good. By the way, we uh, Mount Everest is um, was the tallest peak in the world, as you know, and now eleven feet taller. The highest peak in the world is. Are you ready? Yeah. Mount Everest. <laughs> it grew. Wow. Did you know that could happen? No. Happened? <laughs> Did you know that that could happen? <laughs> yeah, uh, both uh, Nepal and China, the Mount uh, Mount Everest uh, borders, they share Mount Everest. Uh, Nepal and China um, have agreed that it grew from previous 8,848 mm. meters, uh, which is 29,000 feet, mm. 29,031 feet. Uh, it is now reported to be 8,844 meters. Or no, sorry, sorry. That's the new height, what I just said. It's up from 8,804. It grew 11 feet. Wow. I know. So the room I'm standing in now. Like who's measuring that too? How do you even freaking measure that? Think about they that. They go on expedition. I don't know how they do it, but uh, a... You take the tape measure, you clip it on the bottom of the... <laughs> mm-hmm. Hold this! I'll be back. <laughs> uh, it grew, uh, they say it's from a 2015 earthquake that happened that ah. killed a bunch of people. That, um, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, so... Uh, fun fact. Fun fact of the day. This has been your... Fun, fun fact of the day, day, day. I love how that really took me on a roller coaster of emotions. Mount Everest is uh, eight feet taller. Aww. Oh, and because of, of an earthquake that killed a lot of people. Oh, <laughs> I was on the mountaintop and then I was in the valley <laughs> of my emotional depth. I was at the tippy top and then I was in the valley. Hi, I'm Jen Grant. Welcome to my keynote on we can't always be on the top of the mountain. But when we're not, remember that you can be eight inches taller next year and you don't even realize it. Hi. Hi, I'm Jen Grant. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Hi. Hey, what do you mean eight inches taller? Oh my God, we just lost two viewers because of that weird rant. Yeah, I don't know. Eight inches taller. I was just saying, like eight oh. feet or whatever it was for Mount Everest. Got it. Oh, whatever. I got you. I know. I, I just didn't get know. it. I didn't know what you were. Uh... You know, you try to throw shit out there. You hope it sticks. Stinks. <laughs> Your shit do stink. <laughs> <laughs> daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and the headlines from Jen Grant. And here's your Daily Dose for Wednesday, December 9th. So the vaccine is rolling out now in the UK, and it's going to be coming to Canada Ooh, shortly. Bill Gates must have a field day with uh, controlling all these old UK residents right now. I wonder what he's doing with them today. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to be having the vaccine coming to our country in the next probably couple weeks, maybe next week. And uh, there's no exact date, but Health Canada is just uh, um, like 
making sure doing all the taking all the boxes on the safety and stuff like that. Are you gonna are you are you gonna be in line? I know we've talked about this before. I, I'm now mixed emotions with this vaccine, and not because I don't believe in vaccines or think it's a conspiracy to kill us or anything like that. I'm I'm gonna get the the vaccine. Do you remember when we got the H1N1 vaccine? Yeah. It was kind of like that. I remember I my friends, no one was like, I remember my friends being like, I'm not fucking taking that. And we took it because we lived in New York at the time. But, uh, and so, so I'm all, all for it and I want to take it. But a few things are coming out about this vaccine. For example, one big thing is that it might not protect you from getting COVID and spreading it. It might just protect you from the symptoms. Right. Did you hear that? So the symptoms, meaning like symptoms or like you won't get sick from it. Yes, it, it might still be transmittable. Is what you're trying to say. Yeah. You yeah. could still have it, get it and pass it to people, but not get sick from it. Right. So get the vaccine, but still wear a mask, they're saying. I'm right. I'm like, what the right. fuck? That's crazy to me. It is, is it not crazy? I mean, yeah. then, then that means Well, they means don't that, know. They don't know. I know, but the fact that that's even a thing, like, might not... I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, but I think the biggest thing, ultimately, if everybody got a vaccine, that won't matter. But not. But 40% of people are saying they're not taking right, it, no matter what. Right, right. Well, you know what? I, let me get to the story here. So, there's a couple stories that'll kind of address some of the things you're talking about. Okay. So... Now, first of all, there are some people, like you say, are some are anti-vaxxers. The major reasons why people are hesitant about getting the vaccine is that some are anti-vaxxers mm-hmm. that have been like that before the pandemic, and then um, and then there's the uh, people who are worried about the side effects, right? And and that it's early on, it's quick that the vaccines coming come out, and they're right. worried about that, but. Um, there's a nurse here that was in a trial before, you know, obviously they've tested this vaccine on many people before they've said it's, so one of the people that they tested it on, there was this nurse that they interviewed, uh, that I read the story about. And she said that, you know, she would easily do it again, but she wants people to know that there are side effects because like common side effects that don't harm you long-term, uh, don't, they're not, they're just, temporary so the vaccine is in two parts you get it the first shot and then you have to get the second shot and i'm oh, not really i didn't know that yeah i'm not sure how long you have to wait for the second shot but she said that she didn't feel anything from the first shot at all and then the second shot she was really sick she had a really high fever like the highest she's ever had oh no and she basically had all the symptoms of covid on the second second time around but the next morning she was a hundred percent better like you might have to call in sick almost because not everybody has that severe of side effects from the second dose but you can yeah just like every vaccine yeah but but did you see that they're warning um against people that have uh, allergy reactions yeah or or allergies oh you were gonna get to that no no actually but i did see something about how they're Looking into uh, allergy warnings after reactions in two NHS staff given COVID vaccine trusts advised not to give Pfizer jab to people with history of allergic reactions. People with a history of significant allergic reactions should not receive the COVID vaccine. The medicines regulator has said after two NHS workers experienced symptoms on Wednesday, both of the NHS staff carry adrenaline 
auto-injectors, of which the best-known brand is EpiPen, uh, suggesting they have suffered reactions in the past. These administer a swift adrenaline boost. Okay, whatever. Don't care how an EpiPen works. Signs of an allergic reaction may include itchy skin rash, shortness of breath, and the swelling of the face or tongue. Hmm. Like, I'm going to get it. I'll have to tell my niece because she, Jordan, had, yeah, anyway. I'll have to tell her about that. So here's um here's an interesting story that also relates to what you're talking about is is um we all it's not mandatory to get a vaccine. However, Ontario specifically, so I'm sure that this applies to other states in in the U.S. Possibly in other provinces in Canada. I'm assuming that they're considering this placing restrictions on people going to certain places unless you have official documentation showing that you got your vaccine interesting eh yeah well they're saying that for a lot of things concerts like Ticketmaster, right. you'll have to show which makes sense um but and people are like this is the new world order it's mandatory vaccination it's not mandatory it's just that if you don't get it you won't be able to do certain things it's already like that now you can't go to cuba without getting three hepatitis yeah, shots and true. why isn't anybody ringing alarm bells there why isn't anybody going they're trying to control the new world order why are they trying to prevent us to go from cuba and injecting us with fucking microchips i mean or same, you can't bring your pet to have their nails done because if they don't have a vaccine for, for rabies, rabies yeah. it's like, uh, what? Why would it? Why would it be legit for pets that they can't do certain things unless they have a vaccine for to to help, um, you know, prevent the spread of certain diseases amongst animals? Why is that okay? But for humans, it's a conspiracy but to have us all shipped and killed. It's interesting because if they're still not sure. If the vaccine will prevent people from being transmittable, then what's the point of the vaccine and how it's important for Ticketmaster? What do you mean? Like if you can still, even if you get the vaccine and you can still spread it. Right, right. So, I know. That's that's what I mean when I, when I said... Uh, so it's interesting. When I said... Um, what did I say? Uh, you just said that... I completely lost my train of thought mid-sentence. <laughs> well, you just said that Ticketmaster, when you said that, that people can't, uh, that you're going to lose, like, you won't, if you if you get the vaccine, it doesn't mean you don't you can't spread it. Yeah, right. So, exactly. So, then why am I allowed to travel if I have the vaccine? I know. I guess it's that the not 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 vaccinated people would be need to be protected by not being allowed to There's travel. There's just so many questions around this virus. Like, they don't know for sure... That if you get the vaccine, that you you uh, will be able to still transmit it. Yeah, they don't know that. They're just they're just there's so much up in the air about this. Like that's it's why so it's early. weird. I think that's why there's not a lot of public trust when it comes to it. Alain Lance says uh, there's not a single anti-vaxer that is not vocal about it. That's why it feels like uh, you read see them everywhere, which is true. Pro-vaccine people are not. Um, are just not as vocal about it as much. This is true too. I mean, um, that's a good point from from Alain, which like he's saying anti-vaxxers that have been anti-vaxxers, like you said, Jen, before the pandemic, uh, they're now screaming on, they're on top of uh, rooftops screaming, uh, you know, bloody conspiracy while people that are just have accepted vaccines as a reality in a human world that we've accepted science and the the, the advancements of medical technology have you know we, we don't necessarily get on a soapbox and scream that we're going to take it mm-hmm. well Alain you're absolutely right because it's the people the extremists that always get the media coverage you're right like those are 
I learned that another humble brag about being in university. But I remember that comes up a lot. I like uh, it. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I have to use my degree for something, I'm just right? Teasing. I have to use my degree for something. Yeah. Like I didn't just do it to like be more uh, analytical and knowledgeable. I need to brag. Doug says there's a lot of speculation, which is true. I mean, a lot of spec, and this is the whole thing since the pandemic. I mean, people have. Uh, you know, at first, masks don't help, then masks do help. Then, you know, all this, this information, which is kind of to be expected with a virus that no one knows anything about. Well, I mean, now we do, but but when it came. And it's also like uh, we're just kind of figuring it out. And, and, and that's the point of science is you're constantly trying to disprove yourself to get to the truth. So that's why there's conflicting reports on things. And people take that as evidence that uh, this is all just a hoax. Mm. You know, they'll, they'll put, because, you know, people will say, wear your mask, and then people will pull up articles from March, April, where Dr. Fauci or other people have said masks don't help. Well, they've come around and changed on that because more study and research has been done and science. And so they go, actually, masks do help. Turns out, yes, the COVID particles are small enough to get through a mask, but they are transferred through um, droplets. So droplets can't get through all this. So then the consensus in the scientific community is, oh, yeah, actually, masks help quite a bit. And so then, but people go, yeah, well, what about this from uh, April? Hoax. It's like, well... That's science. You're constantly trying to get to the proof, truth by disproving your last hy- hypothesis. Yeah. And also just like LA is so right and you're so right, Jules, is like, oh, it's so annoying that they get the attention. You know what I mean? But that's always the case. Like think about in school, like the most annoying kids that were always, you know, un- like like being shitheads always got all the attention. Yeah. And it's like the good, it's it's hard to, um, like reasonable, rational people are not going to be the loudest yellers about things. Um, by the way, Doug, just incidentally, uh, if you're still watching, I am so excited to get the Venus rising. Um, Gringo's blazing sauces. Yes, Doug uh, has Gringo ba- blazing sauces. Oh, and by I the miss way. It. I've got like withdrawal from the Venus rising. I like know. I miss it. It's okay. your fave. You oh, really love it. Oh, it's so good. It makes everything taste better. Can I jump in real quick oui. just to say something, uh, oui. Doug? So there was a uh, Twitter thing I saw. It was like a, the, a picture of a, a, a naked torso, like a guy like from the waist up. You don't see anything other than he's just like shirtless and sweaty and he's clearly railing someone from behind it's like a porn star or whatever <laughs> oh but you, ju- you just see like a sweaty torso and a guy's like like an expression and both of his hands are like kind of in front of him and uh, the tweet was like what is this guy doing and then so you put your answer and like oh, the funniest answers go viral and so mine was like making homemade pasta and uh, someone uh, someone replied to the tweet um, trying gringo's blazing sauces Oh my god! <laughs> so there you go. Oh, that's great. I shall tell you right now the exact quote. Okay. While you're looking for that, yeah. Uh, Air Canada has announced plans to suspend flights uh, in multiple airports in Atlantic Canada in the new year. Eating hot, hot Gringos blazing sauces. Oh, on that's great. Twitter. Anyway, that's great. Yes. So, what, Air Canada suspending flights out east? Yeah. I saw something about that. What does that mean? Well, effective January 11th, Air Canada is suspending all flights in Sydney, Nova Scotia, and St. John, New uh, New Brunswick, I'm sorry, until further notice. I think it's because there's just not enough... 
Oh, because of the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, those are small airports. Yeah. So if you want to go to Sydney, you'd have to fly yeah. to Halifax and, and drive. drive five hours. It's far. It's five hours. Yeah, far enough, eh? Nova Scotia is such a weird province. Like, it's, it takes a long time to get everywhere. Like, it's not huge, but the layout of it. Like you have to cross. It's like long and thin. Hmm. Anyway, remember we went to to do some shows on the west coast of Nova Scotia. It was like yep. six hours away. I'm like, I've never been this far. Yeah, was that the church place? What's it yeah, called? Church, church Point. Yeah, Church Point. Anyway, go ahead, Jenny. I'm sorry. Um, so this is interesting too. Uh, totally deviating from and getting away from the COVID vaccine area arena. Uh, there is a, you know, the, the woman from Full House, um, Lori Loughlin. Laughlin. Laughlin. Is that how you say her yep. name? Lori Laughlin, yeah. Um, college scandal. Uh, she's in prison, eh, right now? Yeah. Yeah, so she's in prison until the end of December, which is insane. Her daughter, Olivia, and so is her husband, Olivia Jade um, Giannulli, uh, has sat down and talked and broke the silence about what it's what it's all about and why her parents did it and how it didn't seem like a big deal. She said, she said that in her like group of her world, that didn't seem strange. It didn't seem strange to Photoshop your image in a high school rowing team so you can get in the college. Like that's crazy. I know. Mommy and daddy are just going to Photoshop you on the on I mean, the maybe she team. didn't know that, but she said, on paper, it's bad. It's really bad. She said, well, that's, that's uh, she said but I think, I think what a lot of people don't know is that my parents just came from a place of, I love my kids. I just want to help my kids, whatever is best for them. I want to cheat for no, my no, kids. No, no, I don't think it's right, obviously. But she's explaining that, no, and, I, and it's really not right. It's so shitty, but... Uh, crazy that she's like really picture that's like picture her in jail. She's actually in jail for that. Yeah, Felicity Huffman too went, but she's out now. But uh, <clears throat> I wonder if there's any interviews where they talk about what it was like to actually be well, in prison. Their prison is different. It's not yeah orange is the new black or Wentworth. They're they're in these. It's almost like apartments, like <clears throat> hmm. not apartments, but not far. <clears throat> it's kind of like where where Michael uh, or um, Trump's lawyer where where they go to jail like prison. It's literally like condos that they can't leave. It's crazy. Yeah. And um, so, but that's like if 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 you rob the bank and you're like oh, they were just trying to make make sure that we they're just trying to help us. Hmm. I know. I know. It just. Uh, yeah. I agree. It's. But it's just crazy. It is crazy. It's a crazy story. Yeah, so that's uh, your daily dose for today. It's crazy that Lori Laughlin's in jail. Same as like when you think of uh, Martha Stewart. Yeah, I just wasn't finished. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to add to your point. I just wasn't sure if you heard me. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Graham. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, but it's. What was I saying though? What was I, I wanted to finish my thought? Uh, I was just about paying for the, that story. It was something about that. Yeah. Don't remember? Might come back to me. My my parents did something similar. They said, uh, we're not paying one cent for your university, so get OSAP. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It was really similar. Hey. <laughs> uh, snap. Uh, Actually, you know what? I was thinking hey. what's kind of interesting that, that occurred to me when I read that story is, don't you find that, like, you know, post-secondary education is, I know, still obviously very common and everything, but it seems less important now. Like, when I graduated from high school it was really important to go to university but i find people don't care as much now i find it's the opposite whereas before you needed a bachelor's for a job now you need masters they're saying well i guess if you go down that route yes i mean even when i went to university it was better to get a master's than it was to get a ba yeah it's always better but now they're saying where it where the minimum requirement was, was a ba they're saying now it's a master's hmm well, I think no matter what, if you finish a degree, it says something about you. If you actually finish, fully finish and say, I accomplished this and I got this in the mail, look at this. Did you finish yours? Yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because oh. you, you always mention it. Look on how it. fast I answered. <laughs> I know. Yes. And mass communication. Then. I'm just kidding. No, I have my like diploma hanging on my I wall. I know. You know, I know you. I'm very excited. Been together for 12 years. Almost. Not quite. What if I didn't know you graduated? <laughs> Ah, uh, snap. Snappy do. By the way, I should mention this, that this oh, episode of the okay. Julian Dion Show for me to have a break. with Jen Grant, it is. It's the perfect time for you to have a break, my love. It's brought to you by uh, <laughs> Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor. All right. Listen to me. Listen to me. You there sitting at home on a cruise, whatever, wherever you are watching this or listening to this, do yourself a favor. Go to Gringo's Blazing does it help if I hold my glasses like this? Do yourself a favor, okay? Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for the best hot sauces you'll ever taste. Hot sauce, salsas, charcuterie jellies, grilling and barbecue sauces, all handmade, freshly made with the best hand-selected, freshest ingredients. <laughs> so sorry, Doug. Gringosblazingsauces.com Chef owned That's right This is the real deal You find the perfect balance Between heat and flavor In each bottle It's amazing Some good heat Some good flavor It's the best shit You will taste In your life Gringosblazingsauces.com Ottawa based They ship all over North America So get into it And If you live in Canada And order over 40 bucks You get free shipping On that bad boy Yeah that's right Gringosblazingsauces.com On top of that Listeners of this program Get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. Promo code JD5 at checkout gets you 5% off. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Go ahead and do that. Do it today. And I'm going to run one more quick thing here by you guys. And then we'll... Uh, we'll... we'll uh, oh. Well, I guess that'll have to do, or is it this one? No? No. This episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is also brought to you by Dipta Clam. Yeah, that's right, Dipta Clam. Go to find them, diptaclam.ca, or find them on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook. What does it mean, Dipta Clam? Well, it's an Acadian expression coined by the two power sisters, Sophie Obey, Julie Obey, Sophie Obey Lejao, Julie Obey. Uh, it means uh, carpe diem, seize the moment, seize the day, just do it. Dip that clam. Go get those uh, trendy sweatshirts and old-timey motel room keychains and a bunch of other great apparel 
It's all the rage. Go to diptaclam.ca or find them on social media. Diptaclam, diptaclam, diptaclam. Seize to clam. Seize to clam. Yesterday they announced uh, on the Howard Stern Show five more years of the Stern Show. So oh, for five more. Any uh, For any Stern fans, yes. It's a big deal. Big, big deal. So um, any Stern fans out there who, uh, well, if you're a Stern fan, you're not watching this live because they're, list- they're live right now. But... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, five more years. I re-signed. So happy. Because like I said uh, before, he's an original, right? Like what we do here, this format, every podcast, the format, any talk radio, anything where people are just talking honestly and being themselves, that's all Howard Stern. And so, um, and he's still doing it, which is crazy. He's still live three days a week, Mondays through Wednesdays. And for, so, and he's 66 years old. So I was really, uh, I wasn't sure. As you know, Jen, I'm a big, big fan. Mm-hmm. Listen uh, every day, and then I thought, man, he's sixty-seven. I don't know. I don't know if he'll resign, and they did. So that's. I like Howard Stern. I like his interviews, but I find the rest of the show know, uh, is not I my know. style. <laughs> um. All right. Oh, well. it's so pretty out right now. It's snowing, and I don't know what it's like where you guys are, but I'm gonna go. Uh, Take a little winter walk. Guys. Here's here's what it's, what it's like in your neck of the woods. <laughs> you sounded like Al Roker just there. Uh, snap. Hmm? I don't know. Should we do a song or something? I don't know. Go for it, babe. Let me see if anything... Uh... All right. Here we go. Thank I you like very much. Song. Thanks for watching, everybody. We're happy to be here. Betty White is 98. We thought for sure she might have been 88 at the most. But now she's almost 100 and shit. We feel bad for all the jokes we've made at her expense. We didn't really. <laughs> it was all respectful. And Dolly's 74. And she wakes up at 3 a.m. to eat milk gravy and pray. <laughs> That's the key to success is a sausage patty and some scripture. Yeah. Scripture. Sausage and Scripture. Uh, <laughs> that's a great song. Sausage and Scripture. We want to remind you not to go on a cruise in 2021. Saturated fat. No matter and how you feel, don't do it. Protect the elders and shut down the cruise. Sausage and Scripture. Mount Everest crew. Somebody's going through a growth spurt. Hey, somebody's a late bloomer. Just like me, I grew <laughs> at 20. At how old is Mount Everest? Doesn't matter. Older than Just rest assured that the composer of this song is probably somewhere driving an Uber or a Lyft. And he's saying, would you like some, some fries with that? Because, no, this is actually royalty-free music, so... Uh, Somebody got paid for this, which probably more than a bunch of streams, but anyway, we just remind you that at the end of the day, all that matters is really, oh, this is like a big crescendo. Oh, snap. Are you ready for it? I am. Two, three, four, not quite, almost, <laughs> and sausage in scripture <laughs> is the way to get her to love you first thing in the morning. I made right, my Jenny. man some sausage and prayed with him 
he proposed to me right after he said i love the sausage i love the way you pray to me baby vaccine vaccine i don't know i was just trying to wedge in everything we talked about today (laughs) (laughs) vaccine well it had nothing to do with what i was just saying i don't know if you know yeah Mm. when you're overanalyzing improv you will hit a dead end real quick should we just fucking wrap this thing up okay Everybody, that's our show. Thank you very much. Happy Wednesday, Hump Day. It's garbage day. Oh yeah, we got to bring the recycling down. Oh, thanks, I Jenny. Totally forgot. Yeah, no, thank you. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Great job today. You're super funny, feisty. I like it. <laughs> I like your style. I like your attitude. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Uh, once again, subscribe on YouTube and Facebook and all the things. Uh, please share and subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow with the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant live Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. right here. Enjoy your day and as always, watch your head. I went to school, yeah, I learned a lot. Got a degree in what I'm not. You spend your life looking for what you already got Such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time Wandering eyes and itchy feet I'm just a A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time